Hello and welcome to the Top 10 Film Show, the podcast that sets out to create the definitive top 10 list of all your favourite movies. I'm your host Simon Harkness and I'm joined by my co-host Emma Jacobs as we put forward our cases as to why we think the films we'll be discussing today should be considered the top 10 films of all time. Now, it's not just us two, thankfully, because every week we will be introducing a new guest to join us on our mission, as we combine our two guests' favourite 10 films of a specific genre to create the ultimate top 10 movies list. So sit back, relax, put the kettle on or open a cold one and enjoy this week's episode of the Top 10 Film Show. Hello, I'm Simon Harkness. I'm Eamon Jacobs, and this week we are joined by Heather from the Valkyries. Hello. How are you? Good. Yeah, grand. I'm happy to be here. It's brightened up my rainy Wednesday, so. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Yeah. That's cute. Um, so to cheer you up even more, we're going to talk about really fucked up horror movies. Yes. Mm. I mean, what is better? <laughs> Nothing. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Um, I, I'm slightly worried we're doing this a little bit too early because mm. Halloween is coming up. But I guess it's a good, uh, it's a good kind of way to ease ourselves into the Halloween spirit. Exactly. And also, and I mean, if you really believe it's Halloween all year round, you know. Oh, I mean, ghosts ghosts don't take any time off. <laughs> That's a full time position. I was like, goats. the, goats, the goats. goats do not quit. It is right. <laughs> I mean, the goats don't quit as well, but the ghosts <laughs> yeah. don't take any time off. It's a full time position. Exactly. I think the goats don't quit as well is a really good name for a slasher. Yeah. Holy shit. Just an army of goats. I mean, yeah, but if you want to go there, that's kind of already been done with black sheep, but you know, uh, just uh, just yeah. saying. That's true. Army yeah. of demented <laughs> sheep. Uh, a guy turns into a sheep. Nice. Um, and it's great. Set in, New- <laughs> set in New Zealand, I think. Anyway, I, all I do know, it doesn't appear on your list. That's it, what I'm saying. It doesn't appear on my list, and for good reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's got a guy that turns into a, like a were sheep. I mean, I love on. like the concept of were animals, like just random anything with a were in front mm. of it, like were yeah. rabbit. I'm like, yep, yeah, were rat, yeah. Were rabbit. What yeah. a film. Yeah. What a film. Um, anyway. Just before we get started, Heather, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, tell well, us about the Valks. Yeah, so um, the Valks is um, two years old now. Um, we will be three in the new year. And um, we are a she, her, they, them ran media site um, covering all sorts of basically everything that you can equate to the sort of nerdy things in life. Um, we are somewhere involved in it. So uh, <laughs> we interview, we review, we feature, we go on talk shows on YouTube sometimes. We have a podcast. We very rarely t- stream, but sometimes we do. Um, and yeah, and we just, sort of, we just sort of get involved in all sorts of stuff. And um, yeah, that's kind of it, really. I'd say like... Given that A, 2020 and B, Twitter are both hellscapes. Yeah. Um, personally, like, you guys on Twitter are like the most positive <laughs> force of nerdy <laughs> fandom ever. Oh, it's fun. great. It's just like so it. supportive and wholesome. Yeah. Like, I, the thing is with like, with social media, like, I find that the horrid people can sometimes shout the loudest. So yeah. mm. even if you can just like 
balance that out even a tiny bit then like you should if you can I mean I really support people taking breaks from it and people like turning notifications off and stuff but I just think I always think right I should be really professional on the Valkyries Twitter but then I also think <laughs> I don't want to there's a picture of Mads Mikkelsen mm. looking fit I'm like post some shit or like Gillian Anderson's wearing a coat I was gonna right? say it, it was the Gillian Anderson yeah it was, it was the Gillian Anderson like, tweet today, today where I was like yep yeah, yep. so I was I, so conflicted yeah. with those pictures from the crowd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no, that like, was I, oh. yesterday's Gillian Anderson. So today's I know, Gillian but I saw Anderson yours, post. Yours in yeah. her coat. Mm. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Damn. So there's like. Ma- yeah, thinking... Margaret Thatcher in her coat isn't particularly. No, I said. It's not really the vibe. I said to Georgie oh. that I always knew that like the devil would be beautiful, and I was like, this is just so conflicting for me right now. <laughs> as a person who is currently watching. Um, both the X Files and the Fall, nice. so I'm like, yes. there's, so, there's oh a lot God. of jilly in my life right now. Yeah, I mean, I know, right? her outfits in the Fall are incredible. Whew. By the way, and um, not in like an overly sexualized way. I want no, to point she just that out wears. To the I mean, right like, now. yeah, she wears the shit out of the suit. Like, she looks yeah. amazing. Um, just... so yeah, um, so yeah, I always think we try and we kind of keep it kind of chill. Like, we're not very serious people, so mm. everything's done with like. You know, if I can make someone have, you know, have a little giggle at their desk or whatever and have a good day, then there, you know, we've done, we've done a good job. That's lovely. That's a really nice way of looking at it. Yeah. Quite like the idea of treading the line between first tweets and professional yeah, tweets. Yeah, it's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. And I realised, today I was sitting there and I was like typing certain words in and I was like, no, don't, don't reply with that. But one day you get to interview Silence, it and they look at it and they're like, Hmm, maybe not to mm. you, because you make yeah. questionable choices with gifts. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of that. Um... I mean, we we post the you know like the news when it happens, but most of the stuff we're talking about is just stuff that we really like. So, so basically, li- dear listener, uh, we've been trying to do this horror episode for hmm. Hmm, the start of the podcast, um, <laughs> and it just seemed that every turn the universe has tried yep. to put a stop to it in some way. Um, mm. But the ghosts and the goats have not <laughs> stopped us this week, um, and we're going to be discussing the top ten horror movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, this has been a bit of a difficult one um, because it was one of those where literally I sent it and then text Simon like, "Fuck, wait, no, do this instead." <laughs> um, and yeah, so it, it's it's been fun, and I'm kind of really <laughs> interested to see where our lists like coincide yep. a bit because um, obviously I don't know what you've got you don't know what I've got nope. um, so this will be will be interesting to say the least I I think you will be surprised and interested mm. um, the listeners might not be but you two definitely <laughs> will be <laughs> well, that's all that matters as long as we aim and are happy exactly <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, we're one of those few podcasts who essentially says fuck you to our listeners so it's, uh, it's nice <laughs> um Right. I mean, Eamon, is there any point me saying who there, wants to go there first? There isn't. There isn't. No. Heather, Heather. go first. Oh, okay. <laughs> Take it away. Do I just... Let's hear your top ten list. So I went for Sounds of the Lambs, which will not shock anyone who knows me. Um, I went for The Orphanage, The Descent, Devil's Backbone, The Witch, Ready or Not, Wreck, Cabin in the Woods, Scream, and Trick or Treat. That there is we go. Good list. Thank you. That is a very good list. Yeah, I'm very um, happy with that. 
and there is one on there which hmm. I literally text Simon like, fuck, no, swap this. Ah. Well, actually, there's two on there. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I, I just... Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Eamon, would you, would you like to tell us your list, Eamon? I feel uh, like that's what you're coming towards. Fuck it. All right, let's, yeah. let's change it up a little bit. Um, okay, so in no particular order, I've got Hellraiser. Nice. Scream. Ah. Saw, Alien, yeah. The Mist, Bone Tomahawk, oh, It Follows, yeah. <laughs> Wreck, Evil Dead, nice. and The Thing. Nice. You so, have a really so interesting... So there's a few on there. Yeah, it's mm. a really good selection. I like that. Um, yeah. Literally. So with... It was ready or not that I was like, shit, replace it with Scream. Because yeah. Scream, for me, like, just... That's kind of what kickstarted the the slasher stuff for me. Like, oh, Without question. I'll tell you what, it's it's on both of your lists. Why don't we start about talking about Scream? Okay. Um, Yeah. Now, first of all, tell me why you love it so much. And then I'm going to hit you with a question which you may hate me for. (laughs) (laughs) Exciting. Um, I really like it because um, I love everything about the sort of time period it's set in um and the outfits and the attitudes <laughs> and gail weathers and the fact that she's called gail <laughs> weathers and obviously she's a final girl so big fan and yeah i like i like the concept of it all because it's got a lot more so to say to someone it's a slasher film you're like oh, okay you're gonna have like x and y happen but then you get like so much more from scream like that you don't expect in, in what sense? Like, in the sense, like, you sort of almost... I think if you're a fan of horror films and you've watched quite a few, you maybe get a sense early on that you know who is behind the mask. But then it's at mm. the end when you're like, oh, actually, no, there was two of them. That you're like, that's a good twist. When looking at it now, yeah. you're like, well, duh, it's not that big a deal. <laughs> but, like... It's basically... <laughs> like, yeah, well, Hot Fuzz really kind of yeah. <laughs> took it to the next yeah. level. But, like, when it came out, that was like, oh, right, okay. Like that. And it's, like, a bit meta as well, and I like that mm. aspect. Um, and, yeah, and I just thought it's it doesn't get enough credit for being as clever as it is. Just mm. that it's a, you know, sort of staple. Yeah, I think yeah, as well, it's like, it, it sort of deconstructs the slasher genre yeah. in a really great way as well. Um, you know, and I think there's there's a lot to be said about the relationship between, um, you know, Skeet Ulrich and, oh, and, and Neve Campbell in it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I, 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 you get everything you need to know in that one bedroom scene right at the start mm-hmm. um, that only becomes clear later on, obviously. Um, you know, just his entire, like, mannerisms and the way yeah. that he acts towards it is just... It's very entitled. It's very... I could do whatever I like because being a killer lets me do mm. literally anything. I don't care. Um, so climbing into his girlfriend's bedroom in the middle of the night, he's just not phased by it. And we sort of play it off as, like, this whole... It's a high school horror drama. Of course, yeah. the boyfriend's going to try and, you know. Um, but I just, I, I love their dynamic. Their dynamic and how it changes throughout is just mm. perfectly well written. Yeah. Do we do we want to talk about the cast? Because it's I a mean, hell of a cast. It's mm. so, such a cast. Yeah. It's so good. I, I 
love Matthew Lillard in it. Well. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <He's great>. yeah. <laughs> but I love him in everything. Like even True. like Scooby Doo, I'm like, this is amazing. Like I'm so happy. <laughs> Both of them. Right. I would say number two as well. He's um apparently got some beef with Will Forte now because um, Will Forte is now the voice of um Shaggy, oh. and I think Matthew Lillard was like, "Well, hang on, I've been voicing Shaggy yeah. for like a fucking decade. Like, <laughs> what's, what's going on here?" Um, but even longer, probably about fifteen years. Uh, but yeah, what a cast. Um, I I am gonna hit you with the sequels. Mm? Okay. Okay. Do we think the sequels? has had an effect on Scream's legacy because not that uh, scary, not that good. I think, um, I mean, a, that is a bold, bold statement there. Uh, I would Simon, definitely say that like, they're not all dreadful. Sorry. Mm. Um, they're not all dreadful. No. That's what, that's what you yeah, want. Yeah, but like, you, sort of if you look at like a lot of um, franchises, you have like number one and then it's like mm. all the way down. But yeah. like, this is not like that sort of thing at all. Like, um, I recently watched them all, and I'm really annoyed that I can't remember which one that I liked. I think it was number three, maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Because like mine, I kind of flitted between number one and number two being better than each other. Mm. Because number two takes the like the meta sort of yeah. deep dive into like film and horror even further than the first one. Um, Number three, I wasn't as keen on. I thought that just sort of like, I don't know, mm. it just, it was a little bit more derivative. It didn't really, it wasn't as tight. Whereas number yeah. four. I'm wondering whether four, I'm thinking of like, yeah, number four now. I fucking love Scream 4. <laughs> um, because weirdly, in another chapter of Eamon's weird watches, Scream 4 was the first one I actually watched. Mm-hmm. And oh. then went back and was like, I need to watch Scream, and was like, "This is even better." What the I fuck? Watched, uh, I did scary movie first. What? Oh, uh, that, yeah. makes sense. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, but like completely by accident. I just wasn't mm. into horror mm. movies like as a young person. So yeah, yeah. I saw that, and then I was like, mm, "That's a bit Hang on. Yeah. And then yeah. I was like, "Oh, it's an actual <laughs> film." All right, sound. Um. So yeah, no, I think I, I like number two the best, and then um, I think I go like number one, number three. Mm. But then, if if you like number two the best, why is it Scream and not Scream Two that's in Ooh. your list? I think I still wanted to go with like number ones for my top ten, then fair the sequels. Enough. Apart from Sands of the Lambs, which is technically number two. Yeah, but it that's a good point. But it came out. First. But it came out first. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is a thing because also is it? Is but it then a there horror? was Manhunter. Is it a thriller? I is it a, mm, so I was like, because yeah. like Manhunter came first, technically. Yeah. If you want to, you want to get technical. Yeah. Um, not that <laughs> it was in. Podcast, not that it? it was in continuity, of course. But um, no, and yeah. it's also not in like the Hopkins verse. No, no, exactly. Um, the Hopkins verse. <laughs> You're welcome. Not in, you it's not in the Mickle verse. <laughs> can we can we, can we that TM man. that? Yeah, we can. Yeah, I like it. Hopkins like Thank you. Yeah. It also applies to uh, Zorro as well. Mm. Oh shit! <laughs> oh yeah, shit! Does. <laughs> I completely forgot that he's in Zorro. Yeah, shit! Yeah. Damn. You're I welcome. Mean, I was kind of thinking like Lord of the Rings. I know he isn't in it, but obviously Lord of the Rings comes second, but also first in terms of the yeah films. I know. I, yes. I, I, Lord yeah. of the Rings would be better if. 
mm. if Anthony Hopkins was in it. It would be. Absolutely. Say something. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine Anthony Hopkins as Bilbo? Be beautiful. I was thinking more like um, oh. this is really bad because I didn't really, I didn't really name anyone in Lord of the Rings, um, but like the Kate. Not surprisingly, I was thinking about Kate Blanchett's character. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Sure. Yeah. Brilliant. The, the most elegant character has ever been on screen. Mm. So beautiful. Um, I, I'm actually a little bit annoyed Anthony Hopkins isn't Bilbo Baggins now, but we'll, mm. we'll, we'll move on. Um, <laughs> so He's not doing much at home. We could always ask him. I, this is I saw an interview with him a couple mm. of days ago where he was like, yeah, I'm kind of at peace with knowing that I'm going to die soon. I saw you that. Know, I was Anthony. like, don't say that, Anthony. <laughs> I didn't need that delivered to me on a Wednesday. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. I was like, wow. Well, the thing okay. is, like, he's really, really incredibly accomplished. And, like, mm-hmm. he is, like, a really nice guy. So I feel like mm. he's probably lived a life that was fuller than maybe he expected out of, like, a general human mm. being. So, I mean, I'm glad he's at peace with it if he's at peace with that Fair play to him. I mean, I'm going to um, have a little cry, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he may be, be at peace with dying, but not. we don't want him to die. No. Um, so we're going to go from Scream, which blends horror and comedy perfectly mm-hmm. together, and we're going to go into Ready or Not. Yeah. And my first question for Eamon is, dude, why isn't this on your list? We spent the first <laughs> ever know, episode chatting about Ready or Not. Because... And uh, originally, listeners... It was on my list. It shame, was. Everybody got rid of it. It it got chucked for Scream, mm. um, and I will tell you for why. Um, Ready or not, didn't scare me. Mm. It's a great horror thriller, and it's a great yeah. You know, it's got great comedy, but like, it never it never once was I was like, oh my god, and like Grace is a great final girl, by the way. Like, oh yeah, she's just fucking great. I mean, it's Samara weaving. Of course, it's, she was going to be great. Um, but, like, none of the... Ju- I say jump scares. None of the kills or the weird slashery stuff never made me jump. I didn't freak out like I did, you know. Scream scared the shit out of me. <laughs> did it really? Yeah, Aww. man. Like, the first time I saw Aww. it, I was like... Ugh! I I jump really easily, though this is the thing. Right. <laughs> um, so, oh, literally, I just... Thank you. Great. You're Appreciate that. No, um, whereas Ready or Not didn't didn't do me like that. The only bit that freaks me out in Ready or Not is the goat pit. The goats, to, yeah. The, go- you're gonna the say goat goats. pit. Oh god, that was creepy as fuck. Mm. But it's the hand where yeah. she's climbing up the ladder and she nail. slams her hand onto the nail. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It didn't freak me out. So that's why no. that's why ultimately. So, did you base all of your choices on having had some type of um, horror reaction to them? Oh, yes! Mine would have been a very different list, I think, if I'd have picked Really? Okay. Yeah, sure. But I I think it is really interesting because the first two films we talked about on a horror episode Mm. aren't necessarily the scariest films Mm. ever made. In fact, they're not. They're horror mixed with comedy. Mm. Yeah, that's that's a good point. That's a very good point, actually. They're like casual horror yeah. Mm. Um, which so we'll get into the, yeah. the real. <laughs> They're not what I like to call head, the, but... <laughs> the Sunday afternoon horrors that you can only watch in the daytime on a Sunday because that's Ooh, when yes. it's the unscary time. Because that's the happy time. That's the safe time, so you can watch anything then. <laughs> Again, we're gonna we're gonna TM Sunday afternoon horrors. <laughs> right. um, but I so here's my thing with Ready or Not. Now the ending, I think you'll both agree, is a little bit like. What? Mm. 
That's why I liked it. But, I was like, yes. But you see, if it wasn't done so brilliantly, uh, brilliantly, and if we weren't yeah. like just sort of so hooked all the way through, mm. that would be an absolute car crash of an ending. Yeah. Oh, hands down, hands and down. It, it says so much about the film that because the way it's made, you actually go away thinking. Okay, yeah, I'll allow that. <laughs> I think it's the comedy of it all helps yeah, that yeah. bit land so much better because it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> and I think the CGI. it's like, <laughs> and, um, yeah. because up to a point, like I'm going to say, it's believable in the world of horror films. Believable, yes. like mm. Get Out and that sort of thing. Mm. Um, yeah, and all of the like, um, You're Next and things like that. So we've seen this setup before. We can, ex- you know, we know that there's a good chance that she's not going to survive, or she's going to have to kill her way out of it. So to actually see the payoff of it's not just um, some white cultist, you know, I assume Tories, um, like killing. <laughs> um, it's actually. It does have. I can see that happening in Michael Gove's house. Right? I'm just. Putting I'm not being funny about big Tory vibes in that whole house. Um, <laughs> And Does that mean that Grace is like a left-wing queen? I don't know. I mean, or maybe she's like, she's like in the Green Party or something, you know? Um, yeah. But she's smart because yeah. she changes her shoes and like ties oh. her shoes properly. It's I mean, little details like that for me that I was like, yeah, this is good because she's mm-hmm. not happy. She's scrappy as shit and she's put appropriate shoes on and... um. She likes. She's ready to maim by the end of it, and I'm like, "Yep, mm. I can appreciate I mean, yeah. that." With it, one of within one of the space of about an hour and a half. Mm. One of my friends, uh, <laughs> Millicent, Millicent Thomas, um, she wrote an excellent article <laughs> about how her wedding dress is like a utility kit. It's like her utility yeah. belt. She uses it mm. as a bandage. She rips it off to get more, you know, maneuverability mm-hmm. uh, when she's running about the place. All this sort of shit. And I was like, that's actually a really great way of looking at yeah. it. And, it sort of, and also, yeah, it shredding it, the sort of, shreds yeah. her like sort of associations with that family that she's just mm. been forced into. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, that's a really like spot on reading of that character mm. and, and of the film. And yes, I it it. There was a big debate in me on on keeping on the list, but Scream just just pipped it. Ready or not, um, we know why Amy loves it. Mm-hmm. Why do you love it so much, Heather? Um, I think a lot of it is a lot of what Eamon said. Really, um, it was that combination of um the sort of smart horror heroine, and um, it was nice to see like she's pissed. She's not happy about the situation that she's in. She's got appropriate footwear. She's, you know, punching little kids in the face. You know, she does what she needs to do to get I shit done. About that. Um, yeah, that's the best bit for me. She's just like, shut up. Um, and yeah, and I just, I think all the cast works really well together. Um, everyone just seems like, like they were having like a great time as well while they were filming it. Um, and also, I love the batshit ending. Um, I always think that's just yeah. like one of the funnest. I think that's the thing. It's a really fun horror film. Mm. So I think like mm. you could take that to someone who isn't even a real fan. Like a, I'm not gonna say a real fan of horror because that's not what I mean. Like who isn't really into horror films or doesn't mm. really like, you know, is a bit squeamish or whatever, and they could have like a really good time still. I do, I do like the idea of producers sort of looking at the ending of a script and just being like, 
Yeah, I'm not sold on it. <laughs> and they'll be like, no, it will work. I promise happening. you. Yeah, You're I like have that. a wink to camera it, and it'll work. Yeah, it takes an it takes an amount of like confidence and yeah. like, but also like the balls to just go with it. Like, mm. I feel like if, yeah, if totally. like Taika Waititi made a horror film, you'd get a similar sort of thing. Agreed. Mm. And I think that Good last show. that last shot of her where she sat on the steps covered in blood yeah smoking a cigarette i was like just having a smoke that's yeah. gonna be yours at the end of 2020 yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's how i feel now yeah. <laughs> not far i off. also that's like it's just considering the film is like very very new mm. um it came out last year that's one of the most iconic shots yeah for sure great it's just great. and also like years. it's, it's so a good. really like visually engaging film like mm. Mm. They didn't cheap out at all, and I think it's benefited because it is in like one location. But the location yeah. is like, it's like the house from Cluedo, um, <laughs> and I think that like adds to it as well because it's like a murdery mm. Cluedo, and I'm like, yeah, I like that. I don't know, Cluedo Similar is really murdery out. anyway, so like, the whole yeah, thing true, about yeah. it is like that's about true. A yeah, murder, yeah. So. <laughs> Cluedo is the whole game about a murder. It's literally a game about murder. So. It literally <laughs> revolves around a murder, but. Yeah, that's a, that's a nice way of looking at it. I mean, w- like, we've, ha- we've had two horror films which are sort of homer slash mm-hmm. comedy. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to a, a film which really isn't and is actually quite just horrible and disgusting. Um, awesome. Let's talk about Bone Tomahawk. Oh, um, I knew this is coming. There's a few modern yeah. day directors who I would love to appear on the list. Um, Jordan Peele and Ari Aster mm-hmm. aren't on the list. I'm very... I'm, I have my feelings about it, but yeah, they're not yeah, my yeah. list, so it we'll, yeah. we'll, doesn't matter. Um, but I am so pleased to see Zala appearing on the list. <sighs> um, why? What do you think it is about him as a as a director that he love, and why should Bone Tomahawk appear on the ultimate top ten list? Because I am very excited to hear your answer. Um, it's just ballsy as fuck, mm. <laughs> for lack of a better of a, lack of a better term. Um, and Which sort of punny. Brutal as hell. Yeah. Good mm. God. Like, he just gives no fucks. Yeah. Um, Does anyone do brutal better than him? Uh, it's, it's a bit of a weird worded question, but you know what I mean? I think, like, like sort of... if we're, if I we're think talking potentially, like... if you're looking at extremism. Um, yeah, because extreme it's... horror goes a lot further. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And, like, you know, Lars, like Van, Lars von Trier is still making <laughs> movies, you know, so. Yeah, House He's... of Jack Bill. Mm. Yeah. Antichrist, even you know, yeah, yeah, but mm. with Antichrist, that was just more gruesome rather than like horror. I think that Ish. the whole Ish. thing was just like uh, the, the talking fox for me is the bit that sends me off. Chaos! I don't even watch the rest. <laughs> I'm like, no, sorry, that's the bridge too far. Fantastic, sinister fox. Not, yeah, never mind. not fun. Uh, not not big fun. fun. Um, but yeah, Bone Tomahawk, I think what it is, yeah. it, it all comes down to that one scene. Really? Yes. Let's face it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I was stunned. I didn't really know how to yeah. react watching it because I was... Oh, good. I just... If you I haven't think that's seen it. That's the Bone reaction. Tomahawk, that's why. It, yeah. I mean, yeah. if you haven't seen Bone Tomahawk, basically it's about um, a bunch of cowboys go after... Their, their mates have been kidnapped or something mm-hmm. um, and they go up against some Native Americans who equally give no fucks um, yeah. and just eviscerate 
these guys in the worst way imaginable. Yeah. Um, you know, Kurt Russell is forced to watch his mate get bisected down the middle, yep. crotch first. I mean, how else are you going to do it? I mean, that's the easy way to go. I ju- I, just like, I mean, uh, this is the only time I've ever been able to. Like, so, you know, rape revenge movies, are they're obviously horrible to watch. Yep. But for mm. me personally, I've never gone, oh, God, that must be that. Like, you know, I can't yeah. picture myself in that situation. Yeah. But on top it's of like what, when watch... I was just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I need my balls. When you show someone teeth and stuff. And yes. Like, they're like, ah. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. That's the perfect comparison. Yeah. Um, and it's it just put me in a place where I was like, oh, dear God. Like that's, I think that's the, the thing. worst it is way to die immensely ever. shocking as well. So you're just watching it and you're like, I can actually turn this off even if I wanted to. But it doesn't and... have the sort of like, I don't know, it doesn't feel the same as like an extremist horror film that's making it mm. to be as extreme as possible. It's almost like it's brutal in its action because it's brutal in its story, if that makes sense. It's like yeah. more authentically mm. brutal. Yeah, mm. um, and I think part of it is um, part of it comes down to the sound mixing of that film yeah. because that that again it's that scene for me. It just it's just huh. I can't even think, I can't <laughs> even think of the words. I honestly yeah. can't think of the words because it's just it it makes me shiver in mm. the worst way possible. It's the noise coming out of him is just horrific and just stays with you for a long time the noise is coming out of kurt russell when he's like he's tripped like yeah. telling his mate like, i'm gonna get him i'm gonna fucking get him don't worry like this is this yeah. is shit but i'm gonna get him after this the and noise just... is that you can hear from Eamon watching it and crying <laughs> just, like... Yeah, pretty much <laughs> just like sobbing in the corner yeah. um yeah it affected me a lot yeah and um i watched a lot of happy movies for a long time after that yeah See, that's the um, Sunday afternoon watch. Yeah, nice. I think I, I went straight yeah. and watched B movie after that. <laughs> I didn't. Need I a bit know. of time for I don't know what it was. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so for me, it's that. It's that one scene. Oh, and, you, the, um... and the scraping of his skull. That's a bit yeah. gross. Yeah, the scalping. Oh. Oh. I mean, it says something that we're talking about a film which has a, a scalping. And we're like, oh yeah, by the way, that's also pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, not, like an after. Not ideal. But yeah, <laughs> it's not <laughs> ideal. It's not ideal. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! But I think you know Kurt yeah. Russell's great in it. I mean, that's a great performance. Mm. You know, he's just huge to be performances. A yeah, yeah. Um, he also has like the best beard in it. It's great. Um, he does what, he does beards really thing? well. Yeah. <laughs> just, he does. He does sorry, like rugged it's... cowboy well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would. I would he, he, say. To be fair, he does everything wrong. Uh, wrong everything well yeah um i would say you know modern classic is i think it's up there that's a fair assessment um, i think it's one of them where there's a couple on this list that i was like i'm putting them on but i'd never want to watch them ever again because mm-hmm. like they're not an easy watch and it isn't an easy watch mm-hmm. but it, what it is is an experience that like mm-hmm. you'll be like oh shit and it's like an experience like you say in sound design and um yeah you know cinematography and all that sort mm. of stuff and i can get like really worse and call like the mise-en-scene and all that sort of <laughs> bullshit um but like every bit of it is like just 
overwhelmingly threatening mm. all the way. And I, mm. I think there's, like you say, for me, it's on set. I think there's easily a way that you could compare, yeah. um, you know, suggest that this film is like a reverse revenge film mm. because technically the Native Americans are getting revenge on the cowboys if you yeah. want to look at it in that way. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of just to steal a phrase from last week's episode, subtext. Um, mm. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of underlying yeah. narration in there that it's there if you want to see it. If you don't, that's fine too. <laughs> yeah. It's, it is a bit like if uh, if they went a bit harder on um, The Revenant. Mm. Mm. <laughs> a bit harder on The Revenant. <laughs> a bit harder on The Revenant. Again, so just like an there. afterthought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blimey. Um, well, it's interesting you think it's a modern classic. So we... I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think it's one of them but that, it's, it's like, almost... whether it would be in the ultimate top ten, I don't know, but I think it yeah. would be in the top twenty. I think it, I think it's Ooh, it's that. It's because it, it stuck with me for so long afterwards. Yeah. I was like, I also no think way it's I can't. not. It's not necessarily one that gets talked about that much, but mm. I think a lot of people, yeah. if they have seen it, will be like, oh yeah, I agree with where you've placed that. Yeah. Because mm. yeah. it is kind of a niche of its own because it's cowboy horror, so you don't really have that many cowboy <laughs> horrors. Cowboy I watched horror. one recently, which is amazing, called The Pale Door. And I was like, yeah, cowboy horror. Like, this is exciting. Because um, nice. cowboy so horror... first recommendation, <laughs> The Pale Door. Pale so. Door, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, because I like it. Because I think... I don't like cowboys. So I was like, meh. Um, and then I'll I was watch just, them get fucked up. Fine. I was like, well, I didn't really know what was going <laughs> to happen. So I was honestly hoping for Wendigos. Um, nice. And then... I was like, oh, no, this just people. It's just people. It's just, <laughs> it's just people. It's almost worse. It's, it's, it's it is worse, yeah. I was like, people. oh, these aren't even, like, spookies having to go. These are actual people just murdering. Just mm. murdering. Killing. Just, just Chilling. doing some murder. Killing. Chilling. Killing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> having a grand old time. I was, I was just... um. Googling to see if I could find out what the sound effects were for the Foley mm. um, for that scene, but there's nothing. I assume it was like someone like squashing a melon or something. Oh, please don't <laughs> say it like that. <laughs> Christ. You know when you like juice a lemon and it's like squidgy, oh. but, like an, but like a full on like honeydew <laughs> melon. And that's been the top 10 film show this week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening. Goodbye. Oh. Oh, Jesus Christ. Eamon's cradling his balls as we speak. <laughs> you, you joke, but I actually am. Don't stand up, yeah, please. We can see. It's fine. <laughs> oh, no, God, no. Uh, Jesus Christ. Should we move on? Yeah, yeah. please. Uh, <laughs> um, right, so let's right, let's go from uh, Bone Tomahawk to uh, an undeniable classic, Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to put it out there. Iconic, mm-hmm. legendary, not that scary. No. This is the thing, because um, it's arguably um, quite often classed as like a thriller, crime yeah. thriller mm. instead, um, which I personally have no no huge qualms with. Um, but I, for me, it was one of the first horror films that I ever really saw and was like, this is amazing. Um, it's my number mm. one all-time favourite film. Um, is it really? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Wow. All-time favourite. Um, the second all-time favorite is Beauty and the Beast. So there you go. Um, <laughs> Orig- original or Emma Watson? Oh God, no! Original, not the new one. <laughs> not that new that. bullshit. <laughs> the original one. Well, technically, the original one would be the surrealist one from like the forties. So it's not that. It's the cartoon. 
Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's one of them for me that has always just been like, I think it's more nostalgia and like my love for it that puts it at my number mm. one. Because objectively, I know that there are better films, but personally, mm. not for me. So we were having this debate with um, on the comedy episode. I think when a film is released, it has such a big impact mm. on why you when you see the film and when it's released have massive impacts on you yeah because like um like the way i related to super bad was like i was in school about to go to college and the film was about two people about to go off to uni mm-hmm. trying to lose their virginity do you know what i mean yeah. like it's it's just yeah you it, can like, relate with it when you like where it. you exactly. are in your yeah, personal exactly. life i did not relate to yeah. Sam I was gonna say, where i was so in my that, personal that, life does that mean that, you, this is... <laughs> that you're a serial killer? It was, uh, um, I like that you were for serial gotta... killer, not for like when you were obviously training in the FBI. Or cannibal. Awkward. Yeah, that's true. Or a cannibal. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, awkward. No, Sorry. I don't know. I couldn't Sorry even for tell you. that assumption. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Um, um, what a great intro sirens, montage of like FBI training, by the way. Um, <laughs> no, I don't even know when the first time I saw it was. Um, like, I can remember most of the horrors that have, like, shaped some part of my life um i can tell you down to like exactly when i watched the first half the first half first 10 minutes of dog soldiers and had to turn it off um <laughs> that's yeah. a good film i had to put a uh, miss congeniality on afterwards so i could go to sleep yeah wow <laughs> when you said about b movie i was like oh my god i have to tell you this tale um and then i only watched dog soldiers recently in like the last five years um because i was too frightened so, Science of the Lambs, I do not honestly know when I watched it, but I did see it as a part of a 4K remaster that BFI did um, nice. a couple of years ago. And that was amazing. Because um, obviously, I'd never seen it on the big screen because I think it came out in mm. 88 or 89 or 91 or something. And I was like one. So, I wasn't at the cinema at the time. Um, yeah, you weren't <laughs> rocking up in your crib like. I was like, Father, do you want me to see Hannibal? Um, But I think the combination of, like, um, Jodie Foster and, like, Mm. um, that sort of really strong female lead was, like, Mm. something that still isn't, wasn't that big uh, sort of, like, you know, character choice. Um, When I was, like, growing up, there's a lot more now, but, like, really, if you look back at films like that when for the last, like, 20, 30 years... They are predominantly male dominated. I mean, you look at the rest of the Hannibal series. Yeah. Um, yeah. Red Dragons entirely Will Graham. So that sort of first one for me, I was like, Anthony Hopkins is like super charismatic, uh, super weird. Why is he in jail? Nothing really mm. talked about other than that he <laughs> eats people. And then there's this whole other sort of side story that's going on. Um, and then there's like everything going on with Clarice. And I was like, yep, yeah, this is just like. Legit, I'm a fan. Hello, Clarice. <laughs> Good evening, Clarice. <laughs> yeah. um, that's that's. Fine. I'm enjoying these guys. Um, what What do you think of Julianne Moore then? Personally, or as in Hannibal? Um, <laughs> in Hannibal. In, in I Hannibal. um I prefer um. Jerry Foster, obviously, and I was like. Mm-hmm. What am I talking about? I prefer Jodie Foster, um, but I think that's because I saw her first. So for me, it's like that cemented thing. So she's my Clarice. Yeah. Um, I I think Sansa, Lambs and Hannibal are so separate 
they're such separate films. Um, they're a lot closer in the books than they are in the films. So yeah. you can almost watch all three, even though they're in um, the Hopkinsiverse. You know, you can still watch them all <laughs> yeah. kind of separately as separate entities because you've yeah. got like Ed Norton in Red Dragon um, and Hannibal's like awful little like ponytail. Um, and then you've got obviously Jodie Foster. <laughs> so and... chucking it his awful little ponytail. That <laughs> he has that, that horrible little rat tail. He does. Like, he does. Stop it, Hannibal. Um, <laughs> and and then you've got like the Julianne Moore situation at the end. Mm. Um, I like her. I think she's fine as as like a Clarice substitute, but she's not like the OG. Clarice substitute. Um, yeah. I don't no, know. I get it. I, thought, I get it. I, I thought she mean. had good enough like thriller chops, but I was mm-hmm. like, I don't think she'd have done Silence as well because she just doesn't have that sort of. I don't know whether it's because of Silence of the Lambs that that's tainted my view whenever I read it. I imagine like a more of a Jodie character than like a mm-hmm. Julianne Moore character. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a strange decision to like change the ending of Hannibal, but yeah, because that's vastly different in the book. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Just a little bit, because um, like, in the book they go off together, don't they? They're a yes. They're, they a, they're and, a little. They're a little couple. They go on off and enjoy a little thing in Italy, um, yeah. and obviously in the books he just sails away. In the film, sorry, he just sails off um, mm. to freedom. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know whether she was just like, "I'll see you later." You call me. Get the car started. I'll get the get the shopping. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've I have mixed feelings about some of the decisions, but I think out of the books and out of all three, Silence is the best. I think mm. um, even though it's slightly irrelevant here, uh, sort of, it's weird the fact that I saw Red Dragon obviously before watching the TV series, mm-hmm. obviously, but like Ed Norton is not my Will Graham. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, no absolutely. Um, um, Hugh, Hugh Dancy. Dancy. Yeah, Hugh, is, Fancy Hugh Dancy is 100% more Will Graham. He's Will Graham. Like, yeah. Ed Norton just comes across, like, what's his face out of suits? Like, he's just got an eidetic memory and it's like, well, hey! Yeah. Whereas I mean, Will should we Graham drop the real in... truth bombs? Like, Ed Norton's not a great actor, so, um, you know, I... it's just like, in some stuff, he's like, qua. That's amazing. Like Amer- I... American History X is incredible. No, but not every time. Lots of lots of misses. But, but like, isn't I do think we are sort of like thinking that we are using possibly the worst film in his repertoire yeah. to base that. Also, the whole film films... as well. Like, you know, yeah. That's that is it's yeah, pretty bad. That's a good point. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. But then Fight Club. Oh, yeah, he's shit. But then Fight Club. <laughs> I really yeah. like him in Fight Club. Yeah, yeah but like I don't know. Said... I, think... I don't know whether he just responds really well to like what he's put in front of. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Um, I mean, he's. I he's love funny. him in Birdman as well. Yeah, I do like him. Mm. But he's a twat in Birdman, but then he's supposedly yeah. a bit of a twat in real life, isn't he? Yeah, and he's, so... he's also very, the same in American History X. So. Yeah, mm. but then I do I mean, quite like his brief, degree, but... his brief little role in Grand Budapest Hotel, um, mm. where he's like the tr- the uh, the like pseudo SS officer type yeah. bloke. He's quite hmm. funny just in that brief little moment. But anyway, this is not the Ed Norton show. 
Um. <laughs> well, it is now. <laughs> it's in the Hopkins universe. In the Hopkins so universe. it's all good. It's a tangent within a yeah. tangent. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I I love Science of the Lambs. Mm, same. I, I, I don't know if I would call it a horror film. I think it's... Uh, I don't know. It's tricky because if, it's... it depends in what sort of genres that you're looking at it. Because like if you're mm. going to... You then have to figure out what you're going to define horror films as. Mm. Yeah. And then whether yeah. like a film about someone who's been kidnapped would be a horror yeah. film. Mm. Or whether yeah. that is... Because it's got police involvement, whether it's a crime film. film. Mm. Um. But then because but, it involves serial killers, it's very horrific. I yeah, mean, yeah, Hannibal exactly. the Cannibal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's got two. There's literally two murderers <laughs> yeah. in it. Yeah. How many more do you want, guys? Exactly. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I think that's, I think that's horror it's in general, though, isn't it? It's like, you know, there's so yeah. many, like, yeah. intersecting... Well, this is it. When I was putting my list together, yeah. I was like, you want top tens of every genre, yeah? Like, <laughs> not just overall... I know, I know. That, that was my problem. I was like, do I go zombie films? Do I go, yeah. like, supernatural shit? Do I go yeah. slasher? Like, fuck! <laughs> so. Well, let's let's go with supernatural shit. With Wreck. I don't know if it's supernatural, uh, but it's it, more like it's obviously it like... Is. It is like found footage. Sort it kind of, of is, yeah, because it's um, if you, if demonic late... possession. I think. Yes, because it? yeah. it's is that an apocalypse ding, ding. or is it Genesis? I can't remember the one that's at the wedding. Mm. Um... <laughs> American Pie. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, if you haven't seen uh, any Wreck film out of Wreck or Wreck Two, um, I don't. Do they even say it in Wreck Two? I can't remember. Um, but basically, all the zombies are demonic possessions. Yeah, um, they say it in Reg One. They explain it. Sort yeah, of why they it's sort happening. of, they sort of like subtly say it though. They don't. Yeah, go... I think you won't necessarily notice on your first watch because no. you're more focused on like oh, not shit. peeing What's your pants. Get me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. It's this is one of those ones where I. Again, saw it far too young. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I saw it at a mate's house. And they were like, let's turn the lights off. And I was like, no, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, yeah. I mean, that entire sequence in the loft. Yeah. <laughs> I think really as well, what makes that, <laughs> what makes it so good is the fact that it, for me, was in Spanish. Because yes. um, mm. Quarantine's yeah. the American version. Yeah. Um, and while that's still... Not Fine. bad. It's, it's still still good, I suppose. Fine. Uh, it's wreck has more think, of a punch. Yeah, there's a lot of that. I think it's got more, like you say, it's got more punch. It's got um, more sort of like I don't know. It makes more sense to me to be like it's yeah. so much more of the fear of the unknown because you don't really know what's going on. You don't understand mm-hmm. the language. Like the panic is already there. Um, yes, I think mm-hmm. I think that's something for like english speaking audiences makes yes. it more more powerful whether or not it's the same in like the the spanish speaking people i don't know mm. um but I completely agree on that like you're thrown into it you're like oh shit this is a bit of a tonal shift mm. um whereas mm. like quarantine is very it's a bit it's formulaic American, even, isn't it? Like, yeah like it's a bit formulaic it's kind of you've seen it before but... it's the same as all of those american remakes there's like a point where they lose a bit of charm Mm. and a little bit of like what makes them frightening whereas this is like scrappy yeah 
And... I think that's the thing. It is. It feels way more um, found footagey because of its like mm. nature and it's like you could imagine someone just coming across this funny little video from Spain and like posting it out to his mates. Like it's mm. the original Blair Witch charm. Like. Mm. Yeah. Well, I was yeah. I was gonna Segway. say like, would you say <laughs> yeah? <laughs> uh, would you say wreck is like the the peak of found footage, or would you say Blair Witch? Is? I think Blair Witch still reigns king. Yeah. Because um, mm. like Blair Witch absolutely revolutionised a how you market films, uh, and mm. b created that entire found footage mm. genre. Um, yeah. And yet, it's not on either of our lists. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, but I added the witch, and that's like a witch in a forest. So, same True. thing. True. If you combined the witch True. and wreck, you'd get Blair Witch. You so. pretty much got Blair Witch. It's fine. Uh, wreck witch. <laughs> yeah. El Blario Witchio. So it's fine. Um, yeah. Oh. So I think it is amazing, but it it has now like dated a bit. So. I think Blair Witch. yeah, Blair Witch. Mm. Yeah, so I think there has yeah. been improvements upon it, but I still think it is the pinnacle of the found footage. Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, although, like, don't get me wrong, I was st- still on edge, like fuck, watching Blair Witch, but Wreck mm. scared me shitless. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh god. I think with Wreck as well, because like I said, until unless you are really paying attention. You do not know what's going on. You do not know what's wrong with these people. Um, you don't know if it's a supernatural thing or if it's like a, um, I don't want to say virus, but a virus thing. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, like it's, you... not, it's not until you see all those like news clippings and mm. all the stuff upstairs that you're yeah. kind of like, oh, this is a bit different. What's Yeah, kind of... because I think you sort of assume that if people suddenly start acting one sort of way, it's like either a zombie thing or it's... Um, maybe a possession thing but you just i think zombie comes first over like demonic possession in terms of what you'd guess for mm. yeah um i think uh, rec 2 did a good job of following it up as well yeah um so like with all the swat helmets i thought that was kind of cool it was a nice way of yeah. keeping it fresh um but three and four i didn't bother <laughs> i was like, I, I, ca- I was like number two is That's even so a stretch bad. Yeah, <laughs> they're so bad. <laughs> there, there is. Are they still in Spanish? They are. There is a moment where, where I think I think it's the third one. It takes place at a wedding, um, mm. and it's it's like the wedding videographer that's filming oh, it all. Okay. Fantastic. Um, Fantastic. And basically, there's a moment where a priest starts reading something over the top of a tannoy, and he walks into this ballroom, and all these like people are just like. Oh! freaking out but stood still and you pan across to a mirror and you see all the demons in the mirror oh i see and i was like okay then sure Mm. great (laughs) sure (laughs) it's so bad it's so bad (laughs) wreck one though that's a ride corker of the film i think if Mm. you haven't seen it that'll be the perfect film for like the spooky season oh yes Mm. oh yeah Um, perfect we'll use that in the trailer um so there's a film I want to talk to you both about. Yeah. Um, it appears on one of your lists. Um, Heather, I want to talk to you about The Descent. Oh, yeah. Ooh, great nice. pick. Yeah. Great okay. pick. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. You rarely see British horror yep. get the success The Descent had. Like, I remember watching The Descent, I think I was in year eight or year nine, and 
it's such a confusing film because for the first 40 minutes it's not scary mm-hmm. and it's actually just really sad and it's a drama and then as soon as they like as soon as you turn around and you see essentially a, a fucked up golem coming at you yeah. um it really takes on a different it takes on a completely different side to the film mm. um it's got a really sad ending. Yeah, it's got two as well. So um, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you've got the happy American, or you've got like the mm. savage UK ending, um, maybe European ending. I don't know. Um, so I again, I couldn't tell you when I watched it, um, but it was, I think, not long after it came out. I may have been when I was at college, um, mm. and I. Like I said, I had a funny, I have a funny relationship with horror because I didn't actually start enjoying it until like late teens. So I watched mm. a lot of stuff in a very short space of time, um, and I think this was one of them. And the fact that it's British and the fact that they built the catacombs in like studios, um, they went to actual like cave diving sites mm. and stuff for like a good portion of it sort of it's one of the things why i really like it because it just makes it so much more like authentically like i want to say charming but it's like a horror film but like <laughs> it is um yeah because of there's like there's not that reliance on cgi and like all the creatures mm. are actually like makeup extras and stuff um mm. and i really like that and like you say like the tonal shift like i'm a big fan of like an absolute gut punch when it comes to like a tonal change like parasite like the best mm. tonal shift in the last mm. like 10 years hands down um mm. so i love that and i love how often it's just like oh they've made it no they haven't fuck you they're dead and you're like <laughs> oh, oh fuck you okay yeah. like it's like 47 meters down um yeah like, I love shark movies in a big way. And then they're like, oh, they've survived. And then they're like, no, they haven't. And you're like, oh, okay, fine. And then it's like, oh, they survived. No, they're dead. And you're like, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> okay cool. um, and I love that. I love being, like, led one way to actually be mm. coming out completely turned around. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, as above, so below. Um, I which... really enjoyed that. Yeah. Just as, like, that... a little, it caught me off guard. It was like a Netflix watch. And mm. I was like... This is great. <laughs> yeah, I um I watched it on like a really strong recommendation and was like, mm. okay, I love the I love Paris and I love the catacombs and I've been a few times, so I was like, oh, this is gonna be really cool, and I was a bit like, eh, it's not as good as the Descent, and mm. there's certain bits of it that if they'd carried on in that vein would have been incredible. Yeah, but they start going a little bit round the houses and I get a bit bored. Um, but. I think the descent for me is I really like the bleakness with it mm. still being like it's really actiony for a horror film. Like there's a lot mm. of scrabbling, there's a lot of like trying to, you know, survive and I know that sounds really weird for like a, obviously it's a horror film. Um but it's like they've got to battle these creatures, they've got to battle nature, they've got to battle like their whole surroundings and that I liked. Um and again, just because it was like, I really enjoy the British aspect. Um, and yeah, I think it's got like, it doesn't, I think now because it's quite old, it doesn't get as much love as it should get. Mm. Like, I think there's like... Is it the best? Sorry, you go. I was going to say, I think there'll be like a generation of horror fans who have been like, man, it's like 20 years old, I'm not going to bother. But like, it still holds up. 
And I think, it really yeah, does. I think really that does. lack it, of CGI like cements yeah. that. I mean, I'm a sucker for practical effects in general, be it action <laughs> yeah. or horror. Do you know what I mean? I that's one way of getting me on board. Like, because yeah. CGI, it, you know, it can be great, and when it's used, yeah, but it effectively, dates everything. Exactly, it's a huge yeah. sell-by date on every you... single thing you do. Mm. And something, would, something I... like the Descent really works well with its practical yeah. effects, and it's got. As you said, like a bit more of a punch to it because of yeah. that. So, I'd love to make you up as a crawler, Eamon. I think that'd be so. Thank fun. you, Simon. <laughs> I'd love to make you up like the devil because you're a pain in the ass. <laughs> I like, so, like, like little Nicky. <laughs> sure, you're about as whiny as little Nicky. <laughs> I'm kidding. I think as well with um, with descent. There's so much stuff goes in. Thanks, mate. Um, so much stuff is in, like goes into it, but you actually kind of forget that literally within the first like five minutes of a film, a fucking spear goes through someone's head in mm. a car. It's mental. Yeah, yeah, it starts off like Final Destination, and then it ends like yeah, yeah. Um, the bleakest thing in the world. And then, but all the mm. way through, you're like, shit. Mm. Do we do we say best British horror film of all time? Um. Strong. I don't know. I'd have to sit with a big list of British think, ones and be like, that, nope. That would nope. be that's its own yeah. episode, I think. Yeah, it would be. Realist, <laughs> yeah, realistic. because what are you doing next week? Got like Eden Lake as well, which oh, is like God, incredible. That's that yeah, ending. Yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. Jack O'Connell as well. Yeah, that is, again um, has two endings technically. Fastbender um, though. Yeah. Jesus. Honestly, yeah, but well, anyway, we're not talking about Eden Lake. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. It appears on either list, sadly. Yeah. So, going from um, crawlers and things that follow you to It Follows. Mm. <sighs> take it away. Ooh, now, again, I don't think it's that scary. I I think what we're, what we're having at the moment is that there's horror films, remember, scary films. Yeah. And I'm really surprised because I don't, I don't find It Follows scary i find it really good and really fun and really interesting this is another one that's really just... boring really Ooh. okay really fair. professional yeah. fair enough it um, wouldn't even feature in like my top 50 i don't think i wow i just loved that it didn't feel the need to lean heavily on gore and just madness mm-hmm. um and instead just used i think this is a bit more of a, a wanky film broy selection um, because I loved what it did with the camera work in it um, <laughs> honestly like it's the one it's, if you talk about it follows somebody will gif it um, and it's the shot of somebody standing in the doorway and this tall yeah. figure comes behind them <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> honestly I think it's that it's that slow imposing nature of the monster that it's just like it doesn't give a shit it will just come and get you like it doesn't feel the need to run and scream and you know rip you to shreds, even though it sort of does. Um, <laughs> but like, say, yeah, until it starts to run and yeah. throw stuff around all of a sudden. Well, yeah, mm. but like it, it doesn't. Do you know what I mean? It's not over the top. It doesn't use loads and loads of CGI. It doesn't mm. get stupid, you know, mm. head popping endings. <laughs> um but i just i kind of loved that it was like this whole obviously there's like the the std sort of metaphor for it that you spread it around by shagging people Mm -hmm. um but like i just think it's great (laughs) i I just had i I had a lot of fun with with the monster of it 
because it just constantly changes and it, it, it's yeah. you know because a lot of the the scenes take place in and around like a, a, like a college or a high school um there's mm-hmm. loads of people about and it's just like if you see anybody slowly walking you're like is that are they gonna what the fuck you know there's an old woman that pops up at one yeah. point and you're like what the yeah. fuck um, <laughs> who's having sex with you? <laughs> right? Hey, no judges, guys. No judges. No, no. But it's just it's that it very it comes out of nowhere thing that gets me. It's just like the what the yeah. batshit crazy hell is this? And then uh, the, the bit that I do find questionable is the pool scene because I'm just a little <laughs> bit like that's a I mean they're throwing electricals in the pool and then one of them's in the pool mm. and I was like you'd be dead. Mm-hmm. So why mm-hmm. aren't you? Be- that was the only big problem I had with it. But there's a there's a shot that I thought was fascinating um, because of the whole spreading it through shagging people thing is when they're by the the seaside and she uh, I can't remember for the life of me the actress's name but she's also in the guest and if you haven't seen the guest go and watch the guest because the guest is great it's my obligatory shout out every week um, <laughs> she sees a boat with like three guys on it. And there is, she just looks at that boat for a little bit too long and then it cuts away and she's in a completely different place. And the audience is sort of left thinking like, well, did she kind of go on the boat with the, with the boys and have a bit of a, bit of a cheeky three way? Is that, is that what just happened? <laughs> because of the way it's done, you're like, ah, okay. All right. And obviously she, she kind of didn't obviously, but I just like that it plays with that. Oh, maybe. Mm. <laughs> um, and I do, I do like the fact that it shows you the monster from other people's perspectives, and gets rid of the monster. So shit just starts mm-hmm. flying around the place, and you can't see why. I like that. Um, I think it says a lot. Personally, it did freak me out a bit. Fair enough, it didn't scare you too. Maybe I'm just, you know, <laughs> a big wuss. A You're big an easy jumper. I am. I am an easy jumper. I make no <laughs> claims to be any different. Um, no, it's fine. And I think it, it, to me, it just said a lot that something can freak me out without having to show me anything. Um, mm, fair so enough. So that's why I included it. Follows because it followed the fuck out of me for ages. <laughs> <laughs> Papa. And I do think we should. I think we should bow down to any film that translates having an std today (laughs) so worrying you've done it guys (laughs) Uh, but yeah so that's that's why fair enough um yeah (laughs) i know you don't like it i know you're not keen no no it's fine like it's it's a good movie and it's a really interesting take on horror um i'm gonna i'm gonna let you guys do the ultimate top 10 because i (laughs) I think your your views on what makes a good horror are a lot more aligned mm. than mine. Like I, when I watch a horror, I want to be like compl- I want to absolutely shit myself, mm. or I want to like question everything. Mm-hmm. So like I want to have I'm trying to think. Oh, good way. I want Texas Chainsaw or Get Out. That's my sort of okay. Those are the two things I go for for a yeah. horror film, um, and I think you two are aligned a little bit differently, which is great. But I don't want to be the one <laughs> to pass judgment on your favourite twenty yeah. films. Um, but let's 
Let's go to Saw. Oh. Because. What a film. Has there been. It's so good. And obviously, talking about sound mixing mm. earlier would have been a great segue. Mm. Um, but I don't think there's been a, a horror franchise recently that's taken on the life Saw has. Like, if you think Jigsaw as a character, I think is 16 years old. And you look at how far that character and that franchise has come. Um, it's pretty spectacular. Well, it became an event movie, didn't it? Um, yeah. It was like yeah. every year there's really did. a new Saw film in 3D. Um, yeah, it's like the Fast and Furious of the horror films. Yes, yes, fuck, <laughs> yes, that's great, yeah. actually. Like, it's just super, and like, it's, it's it's like you say, it's an event now. You don't even go because, you know, it's, gonna be, it's not going to be good. You go to outgross your friends and... Yeah. Make like, you know, drag someone along to it and then they can make a Blu-ray that when you like squish it, squishy blood happens and stuff. <laughs> is is Jigsaw the Vin Diesel of horror? Um... Well, at that minute, yeah, probably. He's a bad dick, isn't <laughs> <Yeah>. he, sir? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um... Oh no, he's he'd be the the um the corrupt cop from four and five. Mm. Yeah. Vin Diesel's what happens when publicists can't reach their people because of a pandemic. Mm. Let's carry on. Uh, <laughs> being a bad dick. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I love, I love Saw. Um, why do you guys love it so much? Uh, mainly, it's the first one. It is the first one. I think number two is mm. also great. Um, Two's great. Because it elevated what the first one did in a different way. Um, yeah. But the... the they the, made it go mental. Yeah, but the first one, just it's that whole isolated one location, just about. Um, yeah. mm. Very tight script, very tight cast, with just like it, it's it's the thought in your brain of being like, oh fuck, what would I do in that situation? Mm. Like, I say what if, I would do. Yeah. First job, I would check the man on the floor, and that's why number yeah. one is a letdown for me. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm like, at no point would you not check that man for anything that you can use. Even if you had a set of car but, keys, that is coming in handy. So when he got up off the floor, check- I was like, bitch, I'd have done that and we'd have been fine. We'd have been out. <laughs> Jobs but I, I, I can't, uh, I'll, in, in honesty, I've not watched it in easily mm. under a, just, maybe just under a year. Uh, aren't oh, they that's a, a little bit recenter than I have. I was like, yeah, yeah I haven't I seen got... it since like, the day it came out. 2006. <laughs> um, I don't think that they're close enough to reach him. I don't think. No, they're, hmm. they're changing. Yeah, I think there's a point. Is there a point where one of them is free and he's like moving around? Yeah, like because he the cuts end. his leg off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Yeah. Um, Throw uh, a shoe uh, in. Um, see if he moves. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oi, mate. <laughs> Get the fuck <laughs> off, man. Stop sleeping on the job. Saw so, so suddenly isn't that scary yeah. if you just throw a shoe at him on the floor. Yeah. Fuck. Um, there, there is that amazing um, shot as well with the key going down the scene. Yeah. I think it's like one of the mm. first shots of the film. And then like it comes back to it right at the end. It's like, oh, dude, I feel so sorry yeah. for you. <laughs> I think it wasn't. It, it's just like a like an exercise in escalation, isn't it? Like mm. they had the bear traps and... Um, there's like a pit of needles in number five. Someone has to like oh, tracky themselves. Mm, and the pit of needles is in number two. Is that in number two? Yeah, because it's it's the former addict. That the goes junkie, in it. yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking um, of. Yeah. She, oh, because she gets yeah. pushed in it. She gets pushed yeah. in it by the the dickhead. 
Yeah. Um, and is that when like, they're in like a house and they have to get out the house? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone goes in an oven. It's all very yes, weird. Yes, that guy gets in an oven. There's also the naked, naked ice room. Uh, that's I think the that's big three maze. or four. I think I think the ice room is three or four. Yeah, there's a big maze when it's all wrapped with like um, barbed wire, saw blades and barbed mm, wire yeah. and stuff. Um, but I, number two is where I she is. I love the idea. She's got her hands and it's like all razor blades. Yeah. It doesn't get yeah. her as soon as she tries yeah. to pull them out. I was like, but when she pulls them out. That's yeah. the thing, isn't it? It's like a, it's like just oh. to make you like squirm more than anything. Yeah. It's like that. It's the whole like torture porn sort of movement mm. that they went on with like yeah. hostile and hostile. Um, and... not yeah. as keen on hostile. Human centipede and that sort of thing. No. Human ah, se- oh, human I... centipede. Fuck. Shouldn't that, that noise in that sense. No, because I do actually hear me out. I think it's a great horror movie because it at no point like yes, it's squeamish, but it's not over the top gory. It's the no. idea of it that's terrifying. I think the the fact that it's um, I mean, some bits of it are are it's really badly put together, but mm. like some of it is like it's so blasé in it's like what he's doing. That you're like, mm. he's got no qualms. He's not torturing these people. He's just like, oh, an experiment. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> it's like when he's explaining yeah. what he's gonna do to them. Mm. You're it's just like, sat. You're just the sat calm there like, and the rationalness oh, that he's like, yeah. he's coming out with. Like, he is so calm. Like some sort of surgical, like just appointment down at the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, we're gonna do <laughs> yeah. this. It'll be fine. You'll be yeah. in that twenty minutes. <laughs> did you ever watch them live? But autopsies that's why it works. That they did on like Channel Four and like the. Can't say I did. No. Right, it's not no. a weird thing. They did like a, a genuine is, program, and it was like live. This is turning weird. But they were like, you know, normal. It was like scientifically educational. Um, it was like that. The sure guy was like, it was. Heather, it really sure. was. Like, I'm sending you the information about it, and you Please can see how don't. non weird it was. I don't need to see was. that. I don't need no, to see that. It was. It was interesting. It was sure, like. Sure, it was. Heather the cannibal. Sure, it was. <laughs> and there's why I assumed you were. Uh, imagining yourself as Hannibal. That's why. <laughs> it's true. I, I, feel like, I feel like our previous concerns have been validated. That's uh, fair. I'm so sorry. That's, fine. <laughs> That's okay. Let's, uh, let's, let's wrap up quickly. Let's talk about the Evil Dead. Yeah. Oh. Uh, let's talk about the Evil Dead and then want to hear your ultimate top so 10 much. list. Um, hear me out. This is a sneaky one from me. Because mm. for me, if I say Evil Dead... You're do... talking about the remake, aren't you? I mean them both, because I think Ooh. they're both fucking great, quite frankly. Mm. Um, the first one is just, like, a masterclass in scrappy 80s, like, amateur, sort of amateur horror um, that has got Easy so to make much, horror, shall yeah, we say. It's so horror. much charm. Bruce bloody Campbell, what a guy. Um, yeah. You know, Ash is just like one of the best horror characters of all time. I don't care what anybody says. I love him. He's amazing. Mm. Um, any film, any film franchise that can get a dude with a chainsaw stuck to his hand, sold. Sold. Mm. It's great. <laughs> um, but like the new one, the new one is, that is rough. Like it's horrific to watch. It's, mm. but it's thrilling. It's, Again, I absolutely shit myself watching it uh, in a way that I didn't shit myself watching the original. Um, but, like, the original's charm, just it, it just makes it one of my favourite films of all time. 
Mm. Um, but then, like I say, the new one just terrified the shit out of me. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's a sneaky one for me. I kind of, I kind of see them both as like two sides of a coin. Yeah, not gonna lie to you. Wow, that's imp- that is impressive though to have a a remake held in such esteem. Mm. And it's like it you've, makes me you've got... question all his other choices, to be honest. Wow. Rude. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, but you're telling us to watch all. Yeah, Honestly, right. Like, it's so not as weird as it sounds. It was a genuine thing. The uh, the exhibition for it is like in the London Gallery right now, so it's yeah. not a weird thing. Really? Yes. Did you go to weird. the? Um... It's not weird. Did you go to that um, blood? No, Body World. That's what it is. Um, Body Works in London. Oh, that's, that's the right. exhibition. No way. Yeah. yeah. Not for me. You should go. No. You should. Yeah, it's no. It's really interesting. I'm sure it is, but not. For it's me. too squeamish. <laughs> oh, it's too much of a little softy boy. <laughs> yeah, I will watch people get ripped in half all day long on a TV. I don't want to see like dried up muscles and circulatory systems in real life. No, not for me. Um, I've I've got a I've got a really funny story about Body World. So um, there's this thing. There's this section where you hold a ball. And it tells you how stressed you are. So it just tells you, not like a test. I was going to say, I was like, we are talking about like autopsies and shit, and you're talking about balls. <laughs> Grab a bollock uh, Anyone and squeeze it. Out no, of so this bucket. It's, it's got like this weird, um, it's like a little plastic ball which has some sensors on it. And you hold it, and it tells you how stressed you are. So I, I held it. This is on a Saturday as well, and it started to flash red. And I was like, that's not good. And so it says, okay, you're a little bit stressed, so just breathe. I was breathing, doing some deep breaths, breathes, doing some deep breaths, doing some breathing exercises, and then it went green. I was like, oh, okay, that's good. Then Beth, my girlfriend, walks in. She was like, what's going on over here, Ben? And it started to flash red again. So <laughs> Beth stresses me out. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. I was like, oh, shit. Was it because you just been um, caught really like, holding the ball that you were like, shit, don't let yeah. her know? <laughs> Back in the testicle bucket. Back in the testicle bucket is a phrase I never thought I'd hear in my life. We're TMing that uh, as well. Absolutely. But going back to Evil Dead, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, for me, just sneakily, just to rave about the remake again, just for a minute, um, mm. I love the fact that it, it makes the lead character both the villain and the final girl. And I think any remake that can do that uh, on top of the original film deserves more praise than it gets so yeah that's that's and fair that's, enough and that's I mean, my argument on evil dead <laughs> <laughs> thank you and good I, I don't think it was i don't think there's any uh any arguing with the legacy mm. evil dead sam raimi it. um and it's it's nice to know that like you're you love the remake as well i think my final question before we we compile the list together i'm really surprised that there are a lot more modern films and modern day films from horror that are on mm. the lists. Is it easier to make horror now? Um, do you think? I'd say no. Like not, not, not back to when it was. But do you think, our, as an audience, we're more evolved for horror than we were back then? Because now, if you're in a shit situation, just get your phone and be like, "Oh, sorry, I'm just going to call yeah. someone." I feel like I, and that obviously wasn't an issue in the seventies. Yeah. Now I think, as an audience, we've evolved to the point where we need to make clever, different horror as opposed to, 
oh, I'm in a woods and there's a guy chasing me when <laughs> I could just call someone. I'm just going to hide and call someone to find me. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, Yeah, I think like modern technologies have taken away people's abilities to be stranded to a certain extent. Yes, exactly. Like, there's still a lot of situations in which you'd find yourself stranded. Um, but also, yeah. on the one hand, people are now worse equipped for that because, like, I... And I'm not saying this to be like, oh my god, kids these days. Um, but like, you know, mm. how would you read a map if you don't have one because you have a sat yeah. nav? So there isn't a a map in your car. You've maybe never been shown a real map in your life because we have these luxuries mm-hmm. now. And um, you know, there's no way to say that you're going to get yourself out of this situation anyway. Um, but also, I think alongside the fact that technology's come on so much. Everybody's like mm. so desensitized to yeah. violence and horror that's in the world, which is why I think there's been such a resurgence in like mm. horror that's a lot more psychological than it is like visceral. Because like yeah. Yeah. well the twenty twenty, it's a shit show. So <laughs> there's like yeah. there's a point where you're sort of like, I'm not really phased by this anymore. But yeah. You tell me that there's a there's horror a... about someone living in someone's wall and I am like bowing out instantly. That's that's too real. Like that scares the shit out of me. Um mm. and I think you've got to live up to a certain level and like people have seen so much that you have to be so much better to even get ten minutes of horror fame before people are just yeah. like, I'm not bothered, I'll move on to the next one now. Mm. Whereas when you have things yeah. like invasion of the body snatchers like that'll stay with people for such a long time and the birds like i know people who watch the birds when they were children and still fear it now but if we watch the birds we'd be like look at these shitty puppets i i watched the birds because we we did an alfred hitchcock like thing at at college like that's why i watched it it, and you watch it and it's like a pg and you're like whatever like i enjoyed it but i wasn't like oh they're gonna get me yeah but like that's (laughs) like founded real fears for people for like the rest of their lives Um, and i think there's no film that you could say that has done apart from like obviously dog soldiers because werewolves arachnophobia yeah but that is that that a horror film or is that one of them disaster films with animals like it's got giant spiders in it and there's spiders everywhere uh for me placid not for a me, film. it's a so does Harry Potter. Yeah, and I was scared yeah. fucking shitless as uh, that as a kid. Good. Yeah, to be God. fair though, um, their werewolf transformation in Harry Potter used to shit me up in a big way. Oh, I loved that. Yeah, it's, it's That's impressive. one of the best um, werewolf transformations. Mm, but like, I I, but I remember I will... seeing the the giant spider bit in the cinema, mm. and like, I I physically because I would I would have been like what, fuck like ten, and I was already scared mm. of spiders. No, I was younger than that because I was at primary school. Uh, fuck, I yeah, can't remember. I was baby. young. I was a baby. Oh, and literally, like, it, I couldn't... I genuinely, like, had my eyes covered. And then when I got it on video, I always either just refused to look at the screen or I'd fast-forward nice. it because I couldn't, I couldn't yeah, watch. Yeah, fast-forward past the werewolf bits. Just spiders, mate. I think nah. it's, really, it's really impressive because... As you say, the earlier examples of that in Harry Potter, the CGI, mm. the werewolf transformation, the spiders are actually really good, which makes the abomination of Grawl <laughs> just even harder. You look at Grawl, it's like, what is it? What the fuck is Again, that? Like, like you said about <laughs> CGI earlier, though, Heather, like you can date it straight away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas, yeah, whereas like sure. that giant, it's just giant spider for me, like that's a, that's a practical yeah. effect, the, the uh, Arachog, yeah. the first one. Um, yeah. 100%. And that's, you know, that's in the Warner Brothers studios, isn't it? Now? That's why you get, like, um, 
you got such a higher quality of film when you get mm. like a um, Del Toro film. Yes. Oh. Like Pan's Labyrinth very nearly went on my list, but mm. it's just mm. a horrible kids film. I think that. Yeah, it's an edgy I think kids film. I'm the 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 argument between CGI and animatronics, for example. Like, yeah, I, I'm so surprised Jaws hasn't made it mm. onto. Again, Again though, it's like it's a scary. classic, but it, it's now just like a really? Sunday afternoon family yeah. special on like <laughs> just stick film it on four or whatever. As we were yeah. saying about Hangover movies the other week, Simon, um, I'd stick mm. that on Hangover and be like, "Yeah, cool, sweet, yeah. nice one, sweet." Yeah, well, fair <laughs> enough. Um, now, we've right? Got, well, I'm going to let say, you guys have got the difficult decision take now it. of trying to figure out um, what what's going in uh, on our top ten. Because there's a bunch of things we haven't talked about. So, like, Alien, yeah. for example. Uh, the Witch. Um, Hellraiser, which I'm really annoyed yeah. Simon didn't ask me about, because I specifically asked him to ask me about Hellraiser. <laughs> um, Sorry, so man. Talk about Hellraiser. It's scrappy I think and really bloody, and it's get... great. Yeah, we should take your list <laughs> and put it in the bin and just use my list. Oh, so, oh is that how it's going to be, is it? Right, so... Eamon, yeah. I can give you some trivia about Hellraiser Please if you do. want. Always. You probably know. You probably know already. Is um, it a lot of them were made yeah. out of like uh, condoms and KY jelly? Because that's a thing. <laughs> because you already yeah. know that. Um, because of his eventual skill at, appli- uh, at the application and removal of the pinhead appliances and costume, Doug Bradley has been credited in some of the Hellraiser films as an assistant makeup Aww. artist. Oh, that's cute. I like that. Oh, babe. And also, <laughs> it's pretty cool, isn't it? It's a good little, uh, good little skills have yeah, um, Kind of blind. Also, pins. you may know this. Um, I, I apply pins. Um, it could be a um, Nintendo. Uh, oh, you go. What are they called? Acupuncturist. <laughs> yes. Severe yeah, acupuncturist. Yeah. <laughs> like, Fuck. What am I trying to say? Christ. Uh, Nintendo. Um, Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. They bought the rights to the film, trying to make it into a game. I need it. How good about right that? That'd be good, especially Fuck. if they did it like um, so good. Silent Hill, Resi type. I was more thinking like mm. cute little side scroller. You're demented. I actually wouldn't play a Hellraiser game if it was like <laughs> Silent Hill because I'd die. Um... I'm trying to make you. Oh, sorry. I'm trying to make a good game for people who aren't big babies. <laughs> You're demented. You are demented. I love. I love oh, that you came out God. and said that. <laughs> um, anyway, in at number ten. Right. In at number ten. I had. Top 10. I had Alien at my ten. What did you have? At wow. Ten? I had Trick or Treat. Ooh. Mm. See, I wouldn't have put like, like Alien wasn't in my list, mm. but only because I'm not like a huge fan of sci-fi. Um, See, but thing, I can I appreciate it. Like, yeah, I didn't include it in the sci-fi list because I was like, it's more horror. Mm. I was like, I was really torn between the two. Yeah, um, I do love Ripley though. So I mean, she's like arguably one of the most iconic final girls ever. Exactly. Exactly. And I think and we'd the, be doing a disservice. And the kid, oh Jonesy, my boy Jonesy. I mean, I've, I've got to stick up for Jonesy because he's part of the Ginger yeah. Clan. Yeah. So, so are we say Alien in at I, number ten. Yeah. Even though we didn't really talk about it, <laughs> I would. Yes. For reasons of Jonesy the cat and, and Ellen Ripley, Ripley, we will we will give it the number ten spot. Sigourney fucking Weaver. Yeah. She's Gillian so, Anderson level for me. She's great. <gasps> Oh, no one's Gillian Anderson left. <laughs> I'm in Kate Blanchett, obviously. Oh, Kate Blanchett. My other true uh, love. What did you have at number nine? Uh, I had Scream at number nine. Ooh, okay. 
I had Saw. Mm. I had Screaming at number eight. Mm. Oh, I had Cabin in the Woods at number eight. Oh, I love Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Oh, that's... Uh, I had Scream a bit higher up. Did you? Mm. What do you think? What do you think? I think I would be prepared to give Saw number nine and Scream number eight. I, okay, all right, yeah, that works. Yeah. I think I think I think Scream's got that much of a legacy. And, I think so. Yeah, I think because okay. it led like it led to so much. You've got to give it like you've got to give it its due. A slight segue. Have you seen the TV series? Yes. It's yep. trashy as fuck, and I love. I it. love it. Yeah, <laughs> I love that though. I love like all that trashy sort of TV show. I mean, I'm like, like, yes. I am I'm over a, TV yeah, it's fine. I am a self-confessed Riverdale apologist. Um, yeah. And that screen. I will not apologize for it. I will unshamedly like it. I I ashamedly love it because it's so trashy. Archie fights yep. a bear. Um, <laughs> I know. I know. And goes to jail for no reason. Yeah. And, and like, it's like, oh, you've never wrestled, known. The, you've um, never known the highs and lows of high school football. High school football. Oh my God. <laughs> You're talking when to he like young offenders. Like, um, Veronica's dad yeah. you know, boxed with him or whatever. I was like, this is a different show all of a sudden. I've, I've never seen oh, it. It's there, such really a ride. It's do. such it's a so ride. Good, um, that Scream series is if Riverdale yeah, properly I like that. did horror. I quite. I, kinda... I like that because okay. like it genuinely had like some real like episodes where you were like, what? What the fuck? I have no idea where this is going. And, it didn't and genuinely just adapt like. The, the films either yeah like i was like that's kind of cool i like that they weren't yeah doing it gave new a whole, Campbell. whole new thing and a whole new spin and yeah. i thought like as a as a segue in for like a newer audience yeah 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 cool. i think it had its own merits um going on to seven yeah i had ready or not i got hellraiser oh mm. uh I'm going to be a bastard. <laughs> what? No? What? <laughs> because we've just had Scream, which is an excellent comedy mm-hmm. horror, I would argue that Hellraiser deserves a better place because Ready or Not is also a bit too funny. Mm. Thoughts? I will allow it for now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I just really it's in love the consideration Hellraiser. pile. I just really love Hellraiser. Um, okay, at number six, I had The Mist. I had The Witch. Ooh. Mm. I, I think it's got to be The Witch. I think I like The I like the Mist, and I like I get that, like, where mm. you're going, but, like, The Witch is so, like... It's, it's a lot bleh. more. It's a lot more. It's so much more, mm. right? Yeah. I mean, and you okay. Joy as well. Jesus yeah. Christ. Incredible. And the goat. And the goat. Why the does this goat. episode keep going back to goats? <laughs> because they are the devil. <laughs> Literally. Black Philip. Um, um, exactly. I had number uh, five, I had Wreck. I had Bone Tomahawk. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Where did you have Wreck? Number two. Ooh, number two. Mm. I had the orphanage at number two. Really? Okay. Mm. You like your Spanish horror. Um, I do. I also have Devil's Backbone. <laughs> so. 
I'm seeing a theme. Um, yeah. No, it's good. I, I like the fact that this isn't just going into the generics of yeah, Texas Chainsaw theme. Uh, Friday yeah. the 13th. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Um, I, I would... I think because Bone Tomahawk isn't a straight-up horror, mm. like, it's horrific, yeah, and it's fucking brutal, um, but it's not a straight-up stereotypical horror, horror, horror. I, I would I'd say we could leave it off. I think it would definitely be in, like, the top 15. Yeah, yeah, but I okay. think... All right, let's kick Bone Tomahawk off. Mm-hmm. Record and, number five. And we'll go with record number five. Okay, number four, I had Devil's Backbone. <laughs> I had it follows. <laughs> ah, uh-oh. <laughs> I knew I, I knew that as soon as you were like, it's this shit, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to get ripped for this. <laughs> That's okay. No, like, See, I can appreciate, you know like, its merits and your um, defence of it. Mm. And I know that mine is the unpopular opinion when it comes to that film. Okay. Um, so... I would sort of be like, eh, but if you want to go for that at number four, I will allow it. So you had the devil's backbone. Yeah. Um, because we're running out of time, you've got 20 seconds to tell me why the devil's backbone deserves to be on it rather than <laughs> it follows. Because it's scary and <laughs> it's got spooky ghost kids and the ever-present threat of a giant bomb in the courtyard and murder and an orphanage and sad little Spanish kids in the war. And it was filmed in Mexico with actual Mexican actors and they were all paid fairly and it was all done nicely by Del Toro. The end. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> we'll go. We'll... That, that was just like an advert for Del Toro. <laughs> I just really like him. What a nice guy. I, I do love me some Del Toro. Yeah. Crimson Peak is another personal fave. Um, I love it. I think it's great. I know it's slated, but I love it. Uh, yeah, but... It's very, very beautiful, but mm. it's like... Oh, it's hokey as uh, fuck. I'm not yeah. saying it deserves to be on the list. I'm just saying Tom Hiddleston's bottom does make an appearance, but... <laughs> yes, yeah. it does. It's about it. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, okay, let's throw it follows out. Fine. Okay. And the devil's backbone okay. is in. Yeah. Uh, okay. Number three. Yeah. What did you have? The Descent. Ooh, oh, this is, a, this is tough. What was yours? I've, got, I've got The Thing. Ooh. Kurt Russell with a beard. Okay. Hmm. If he's not but, in it for Bone Tomahawk. But, what did you have? You had Wreck for number two. I did have Wreck for number two. And I had two. The Orphanage, so we could potentially swap them round. So, so you saying have... I'd be like... Go for the descent at number three and the thing at number two. Okay, because I, I again, as you we were saying about practical effects, I think what the mm-hmm. thing did was just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and the paranoia of it all is just yeah, fucking incredible. that's the thing again, like the isolation of that mm. like base and stuff. I think is like probably one of the better um, examples of like isolation and yeah. that like um, everybody's like. Well, I can't think of like a, a good phrase other than like everybody suspects everybody. Everybody's a suspect. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and just to be clear, we are talking about the 1980s John Carpenter, Kurt yeah. Russell bearded adventure rather than the awful, shitty 2011 CGI shit show, which they filmed with yes. practical effects and then did over with CGI, which really Disgusting. fucked me off. They, there's a scene in the helicopter 
where the dude like rips apart. That was done with practical effects. They made that as an animatronic and mm. it looked amazing. And then they went, yeah, nah, CGI over it. Mm. I was like, <laughs> nah, I'm out. Disgraceful. Ruined. Gone. So number um, one. So are we, are we going with number three of the descent, number two of yes. the thing? Yes, please. Cool. Number right, number one. one. Now, I know both of your number ones. What did you have for number one, Heather? Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Evil Dead. Oh, no. Oh, no. Mm. Now, would oh, you boy. like Would you like my yes. opinion? Yeah. I think they're your top one mm. and two, and I would push Devil's Back. I would, I would push the thing and the descent. Into three and four. What, push out the devil's backbone? So that's not for me to say, but we do have less than four that's minutes so to wrap up. Do. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, I'm in this so solid crew. Yeah. Time's running um, out. Um, 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 I don't know. I honestly have no idea. I don't know. I think, I actually think we should keep the devil's backbone in just because. I, I feel like it's such, like... It's so powerful. Yeah, and it's got so much merit, and it's yeah. like... And it's still Toro. And it's Toro. Um, so... But also, like, one of his better ghost designs as mm-hmm. well, um, yeah. because they get, like, a little bit ropey in different parts. Not ropey, I don't even mean that. I, I know They what you get mean. a little bit less, like, Inventive. prevalent in some of the other ones, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And there's just so much to unpack in yeah. that one. Um, well... At number one. Um, right. For the sake of not okay. being generic, I would say let's leave Evil Dead off it as much as it fucking hurts me because Bruce Campbell is my boy. Ash Williams is Don. Um, so and because Silence of a Lamb is number one. I feel like a lot of people do just be like, ah, it's a thriller. So it's not mm. horror. And I feel like it does deserve its its place at number one. As much as Evil Dead, because Evil Dead's great. <laughs> um, and yes, I'm well aware that the tree stuff is fucking... Um, <laughs> I, I definitely, like, if it's allowed in your rule set, would happily go for a joint first place. Um, because nah. I think they've got, like... <laughs> so, Simon's just like, nope, it's not happening. Nope, it's not. That's um, fine. But I think if you're, if you're looking for a place for Evil Dead... Um, out of that list, I would say you could squeeze Evil Dead in number six and get rid of the witch. Yes. But if you're happy I, with Evil I, Dead I, not I will being be able happy. to I'm not going to be an entitled it. son of a bitch. It's fine. Um, I think you can put like... it at like 1.5. Well, I'm not telling. <laughs> in <laughs> our tell list, Heather, it's, it's, yeah. it's in a 1.5. <laughs> yeah. um, it's Eamon's, Eamon's livid, but we have we our do. top 10. Let's go straight in with it. In at number 10, we have Ridley Scott's Alien. Number nine, Saw. Number eight, Scream. Number seven, Hellraiser. Number six, The Witch. Number five, Wreck. Into the top four. In at number four, Devil's Backbone. In at number three, The Descent. Number two, The Thing, which means number one, the ultimate horror movie of all time is Silence of the Lambs. So... Number one, yep. Silence of the Lambs. Heather, how do you feel? Go? Well, I feel very proud of myself. I'm very smug. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> very smug. Um, very smug. No, I feel I feel like we we made some hard sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we lost a lot of good men and women. <laughs> but Along like, the way. 
I don't know. It's one of them where it's like, I know that you'll probably have a lot of people that are like, it's Sandra Bland's not horror film. But um, it is, at its core, the same as a lot of other Mm. horror films that people wouldn't even um, question. And I think the cultural, like, significance that it played and all, like, different things that it influenced... Um, yeah. yeah, it just puts it right up there. So, I mean, I'm thrilled. I'm happy. It's my favourite film, so it should be number one for me, regardless. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Heather. It's been it's been brilliant. Like, oh, it's been a pleasure and a joy. Any excuse me. to talk horror with you? Always. We'll do another. We'll do mm. an actual bone tomahawk session over on there. Ooh. The horror section sometime. That is a fantastic idea, and you know yeah. I'm down for that. <laughs> do you have anything you want to promote? Um. I probably should, shouldn't I? I'm like, no, it's fine. I, I, think, I um, think you should. Go for it. Yeah, we should. Okay. So um, I'll go for two things, if that's okay. Um, no. Oh, okay. I'll go for 1.5 and not tell him. Um, so we just released um, a new range of merch in time for the spooky season. Uh, Eamon's Love already it. pre-ordered one of indeed. our Final Girls t-shirts. Um, and we also have a witch-inspired uh, t-shirt which is uh, comes in black and also comes in tie-dye which is currently our oh, best uh, our best seller and it's going to look amazing um, Fantastic. so pre-orders for them are open until the 15th of October and um, a little secret project that myself and Georgie our senior editor have been working on comes to Kickstarter this Friday the 2nd of October which is a mm. horror one-shot ho- RPG adventure. So oh, it nice. Is, wow. Ah, yeah. So it's something we've been working on for a little while. That comes to Kickstarter on Friday. Um, and yeah, so it's just designed so for cool. a couple of... Obviously, would be lovely in person, but also <laughs> over Zoom would be fine too. Um, and yeah, it's a little adventure based around some American horror film tropes. And this one in particular, you have to survive uh, a night in the woods with a Wendigo. So nice, keeping it wow, on brand. Strong, yeah. Perfect. So that Perfect starts on Friday. Season. That starts on Friday. Yeah. So once you've listened to this podcast, go check that out. Um, yeah. Um, oh, and go get yourself a T-shirt because those T-shirts are amazing. Um, they are legit. I got, I, got, legit right? I got the black one. It says Final Girls in huge print over the front, and I was like. Yeah. Yes, that is a bit of me. Yeah, big fan. Um, I have also ordered the same it. one and the tie dye. <laughs> nice. Um, well, that has been the top ten film show. Uh, we've not decided what genre we're doing next week because no, we don't want to <laughs> restrict ourselves. Um, do you know what? Can I pick? Fuck it. Go on. Okay, I want to go for the top ten musicals. I know. Oh, that's. That's strong. I already know my yeah. number one. Ah, oh, mm. nice. Is it Moana? The Lion King. No. <laughs> my name is Moulin Rouge. That's useful. I will. <laughs> I will message my guy. Um, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, it's been lovely. Yeah. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>